Welcome, 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 folks. We're back with another exciting episode today, and this is our Mock Draft Special. I'm your host, the Panther Guru. And I'm your co-host, Malcolm, a.k.a. Mr. Know-It-All. And we're excited to have you guys here with us today. Uh, please be being safe out there. You know, we're wishing everybody the best. Um, definitely safety during this time. Well, let's get started. So we're going to be running a mock draft simulation to pretty much walk you through what we believe that the Panthers are going to do in this upcoming draft in the next coming weeks. And we can't wait. So we're recording this live right now. And I'm going to run through my uh, simulation, some of my picks, what I believe that the Panthers should do with the number seven overall pick. Malcolm's going to go ahead and do the same thing. And we're going to trade news and notes about the different draft prospects and everything that's going on with the Carolina Panthers. Right now, we have eight picks because of that extra fifth-round pick with Kyle Allen's trade. Um, And I wonder if that's going to be included in the simulator. So let's find out. Yeah, let's find this out. So who who do you think you, you want to go with with the first pick? All right, well, I mean, here we are at number seven. Joe Burrow's been taken. Chase Young has been taken. Tua goes to the uh, the Detroit Lions. Mekhi Becton is taken by the, the New York Giants. Justin Herbert, surprisingly, is the pick for um, the Dolphins because, of course, Tua's gone. And then Tristan Wirfs is who is taken by the Chargers. And I thought that it, uh, they were a team that's going to go quarterback, but you only have Jordan Love available on the board right here, so I see why they didn't. I'm not a really big fan of Jordan Love, no disrespect. With the seventh-round pick, I mean, the seventh uh, overall pick, I have Jeffrey Okuda available on the board, Isaiah Simmons, and everybody's consensus pick in Derrick Brown. Right here, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm going with Jeffrey Okuda as my pick. Okay. All right. Yeah, so me and you, we have totally different drafts. Uh, my first, the first pick of the draft for the Bengals was Joe Burrow. Redskins, Chase Young, Detroit, Jeffrey Okuda, New York Giants, Tristan Riffs, and Dolphins, Tua, of course, and the Chargers chose Jordan Love. So, wow. looking at my draft, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick Isaiah Simmons, the, the 4-3 linebacker out of LSU. Give us some highlights about um, Isaiah Simmons and why you made that pick. Okay. Um, he would be a great compliment to Shaq with Shaq Thompson over there at the second level. And he'll be a great blitzer. And that's exactly what he was at LSU. He was a great blitzer. He could cover wide receivers. And he's a run stopper. And that's what we'll need on top of, you know, losing Luke Keekley and then losing Thomas Davis. So, uh, yeah. Who, why would you uh, pick... Jeffrey Okuda in your dream. Well, I mean, honestly, I believe that he has the second best overall talent only to Chase Young in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a terrific shutdown corner who has all of the consistent improvement that you want to see over his last two collegiate seasons. He's a physical defensive back who plays heads-up football. He has great awareness. He's agile. He's flexible. He's long. And he can quickly flip his hips and transitions off the line. With those type of fluid movements, he has all the makings of a number one cornerback. Okay. So, since I asked you first, I'm going to go first now for the second pick. Sure. So, for the second pick, 38, 
I am going to choose AJ Terrell from Clemson. He's an athletic wow. quarterback with a high upside. He's physical and battles receivers and works hard to defend throws. And he displays good awareness and he knows his opponent on the field. Effectively covers receivers and their crossing patterns. Why is this so important? Remember 2015 when we almost went undefeated and our and our defense was flying across the field? And we had yes. Josh Norman. That's what I want in AJ Terrell. If he's physical with the receivers, then he goes ahead and buys that rush time to stop opposing offenses. You think Tom Brady's gonna have all day to sit back there if we have a shutdown corner? And this is gonna this is just I think a no-brainer. But uh what are you going with in the second round? Oh, I, I mean, I like the pick of A.J. Terrell. You know, you were able to get Isaiah Simmons and A.J. Terrell, so I kind of feel like you kind of got two first-round picks um, in, in, in that regard. You know, you got two Clemson guys who are definitely really high-level talents and two guys that can be plugged and played and started right away. Two good chess pieces, of course. Um, unfortunately, A.J. Terrell is taken off my board at 34 by the Indianapolis Colts, and also Jalen Johnson from Utah has gone to the Chargers at pick number 37. So on my board, I have Alabama Xavier McKinney. You know, of course, I want somebody to start across from Trey Boston. So going safety with the second pick would pretty much shore up the um, the secondary and pretty much bring back Thieves Avenue uh, to Carolina. And that's what we we're trying to do here. Um, I also have Grant Delpit on my big board. And he's a great player from the LSU pedigree, too. And, you know, Joe Brady knows – uh, how good Grant Delpit is because, you know, he's been a, a, a training against him in practice a little bit. However, um, I think the Panthers need help on that offensive line. So let's see what we have at the guard position. <sighs> I mean, there's Josh, there's Josh, uh, John Simpson, excuse me, Logan Sternberg, Robert Hunt. It's Isaiah Wilson from Georgia, at the tackle position. I don't really like any of those guys per se for this round. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Xavier McKinney out of Alabama at the safety position. Like, I'm going to go ahead and lock up that second safety position. I love that we picked up Justin Burris, but I'd rather use him as a backup, mm-hmm. as, a, um, as a Swiss Army knife. You know, the reason why I like McKinney is because he's a well-rounded safety. He's excellent against the run, great against the pass. So he's a two-way player, of course. He's got great dis- – uh, he's agile, he's aggressive, goes after the run, and he really wraps up well in the tackling. So, I mean, he's a great tackler. I'm going to go ahead and take him. Okay. Okay. So, for my 69th pick in the 2020 draft, you know, uh, you know that song, "Cream Get the Money, Dollar Dollar Bill, y'all." Who was? Sure did. Who, who, who's that? Ah, uh, you know that's Wu Tang. I'm not even gonna quiz anybody. But who's a member of the Wu Tang? Raekwon, Raekwon Davis, Alabama. That's who I'm picking with the 69th overall. Why? He's a positive. He's large, explosive defensive tackle who plays with good athleticism. What? Why does that matter so much? This is because he is six seven. 316 pounds, and he's playing with good athleticism. He's quick on the snap. He's resilient, and he shows the ability to get off blocks and make tackles. You know how that's going to work for us? If they can't see over the – if they snap that ball and he, they can't see when he's running them down, there's no more quick throws getting thrown. There's pressure. And like I said, with the addition of A.J. Terrell on that cornerback position, locking those receivers down, 
It's a it's a nightmare for opposing offenses. Absolutely. And I'm gonna go the opposite direction. And I'm gonna go ahead and start working on that defensive line. And I'm gonna take the Texas AM big guy. Yes, uh defensive tackle. So I, I think I believe we're oh. going in the same direction. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was thinking I was thinking linebacker. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Please forgive me. That's all right. Um so yeah, we are going in the same direction. I do apologize, fans. Yeah. Um I'm going right. with Justin Madubike. I think that's his, his that's how you pronounce the name. I'm so sorry if I pronounced it wrong. You know, this guy from Texas AM, he was a great, great, like great player for them, like down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Forty 40 tackles, 10 and a half for loss, five and a half sacks, and two pass breakups as a sophomore. He's explosive. Quick three technique guy, and he's tough as heck to stop. So I'm going to go ahead and grab him because I just believe that he's he's a big body. We need that big body on the line, you know. Mm -hmm. We lost a lot of bodies on the line. (laughs) And, and, you know, with my addition of uh, Raekwon Davis, you know, we lost Jerry McCoy. And he's like a perfect fit. I think that's what I think what we were trying to do with Gerald McCoy last year is what we want Raekwon to do. I mean, Gerald McCoy, he was, you know, already an established player for another franchise. His best years, I felt like, were kind of behind him. He wasn't always on the field as much. But this time, we, we're going to get a young defensive player that's hungry and wants to get the, uh, you know, wants to get that opposing offense off the field. And I definitely agree with your pick as well. I mean, I think if we can find some way on how to actually get two solid D tackles in this draft, I think it's definitely going to take us, you know, to another, to a comfortable state, you know, and and not have to rely so much on our secondary so much. So, um, with the 113th pick of the 2020 draft, you know, this guy, he is a son of an NFL legend. Um, this man, he's a tiger. And <laughs> I'm sticking with LSU, man. This uh, Thaddeus Moss. Ooh, Thaddeus Moss. Wow. Thaddeus Moss. He was available? Yes, he's available. And uh, the good things about him is he's the athletic pass catching tight end with big upside. Oh, yeah, did I forget to mention his dad is Randy Moss? So he possesses a solid pedigree. Um, and Bad Moss. His hands out for the quarterback. And like I was saying, um, for the, for our offense, it would be good to get a replacement of Greg Olson and get that body that's in the red zone. And uh, I think he would be a solid addition. Uh, how do you feel about your – 113th pick in the draft. Sure. Um, I think I'm actually I'm actually torn a little bit right now. Um, I was going to go with Logan Sternberg at the guard position, but I think I'm going to go with Shane Lemieux. And the reason why I'm going to go with Shane Lemieux over Jordan Sternberg, I mean, Logan Sternberg, is because Lemieux can move. He's more agile. You know, Sternberg is a tough, stout, regular, classic type of guard. But Lemieux can move. He's next level. He's a powerful blocker, and he's good in a small area. All he needs to do is spring Christian McCaffrey, and we're good to go. So I'm taking Lemieux. Okay. All right. That that sounds very that sounds very intriguing right there. I think that's the, perfectly the thing that we need on our offense I mean, to, to keep to keep the ball moving down the field and not to overweigh Christian McCaffrey um, and with his character with his 
catches. <laughs> I was about to stop myself from 10 catches, but he was the number one receiver on our team last year and number one running back. So I can't complain about offloading some of that workload to someone else. Of course. Yep. All right. And uh, for the 148th pick, Mr. Uh, Guru, where are you going with this one? Um. Okay. You know, so we've already got guard. We've already taken care of our cornerback position and safety position. Our secondary is solid. I already got grabbed with somebody to really help bolster the defensive line. We have to look at linebacker here. And I have a really good one for us. I'm taking Azure Kamara, the outside linebacker of Kansas. The reason why I'm going with this is because he grades pretty highly for him to be um, a 133 overall player available here at 100 and pick 148. He's a junior college transfer, of course. However, in his um, – his move up to Kansas, he really put up some impressive numbers. You know, he, he made a tremendous leap in his senior campaign. He's athletic, he's explosive, and he breaks plays down very well. I mean, he's got that work hard type of attitude, mm-hmm. being that he has that chip on his shoulder type of mentality. I love Azur Kamara, and I'm taking him here. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't say I, I disagree with that. Um, that's very good. I think... Your, you know, your idea in this draft is kind of building up that defense and making it, you know, that defense that wins championships. And I, and I applaud it 100%. Um, however, you know, where I beg to differ at is uh, with my pick and for the 148th uh, pick in the NFL draft, I wanted to pick a wide receiver, um, a shorthanded wide receiver a body wide receiver, a physical wide receiver. And I think from Texas A&M, Courtney Davis would be the perfect selection for us in this draft. That's a good pick. Yes, sir. Uh, See, my original pick was actually going to be Colin Jones, but this mock draft had the Eagles – not Colin Jones, (laughs) Colin Johnson. But, you know, the Eagles had picked him up in this draft in the 145th pick. So, yes, uh, Courtney Davis would be an excellent pick for us – being that he's a nice size receiver, he's strong, he's quick, smoothly releases off the line and scrimmage, and he uses his hands to separate from the opponents and shield them away from the frame. See, this will create that duo, you know, that we evolved, that we've had, you know, back when um Steve Smith and we had Greg Olson playing at the same time. You know, you didn't know if it was gonna be a lot of passing the, or we didn't know if it was gonna be like a another pass to Greg Olson. You don't know who's going to get the ball because they're both fast. I think we need to have that dual threat in the passing game. And with the accurate quarterback like Teddy Bridgewater, uh, I think he would be able to deliver that pass to them that can win games. Um, I'll go ahead and dra- submit this pick. And I'm going to re- – okay, yeah. So my 152nd pick, that was going to be Mr. LaMichael Perrine. Why would I pick him? I said because with Christian McCaffrey in the backfield, you know, he, he was the do-it-all running back for us. He was the number one receiver on our team, the number one rusher on our team. And that could be scary because the more money we invest into him, the more we put on him, the more that we can kind of put ourselves in a bind. I mean, with Cam Newton, you know how he was one of the number one rushers on our team, and he was the number one passer. And then once he got hurt, our team collapsed. So I think balancing the workload will be the perfect formula for us to be an effective offense. And Michael's uh, known for being a tough 
hard charging ball carrier and he gets he creates yardage so after watching him i know that he creates yardage uh you know he keeps the play in bounds and that's what we need why because he's a north and south runner and when we go against teams like the buccaneers who have you know the greatest arguably quarterback of all time tom brady we need to make sure that we can run that clock down and with not only christian mccaffrey running that we can remain effective with the michael on doing so so that is where i stand on our 152nd pick in the 2020 draft mr guru how are you feeling about that sure i like that pick a lot and you know i mean i'm uh it is a good guy that i think that we can add to the mix however i think i'm good with the running back position that we have um we haven't really tested scarlet at all so it's time to see what we can get out of him um we got Reggie Bonifant. He made some plays here and there. I just think we got to get him more carries, though. We just got to get these guys more carries. That's as uh, simple as that. Mm-hmm. I don't think they had the opportunity to really show what they can do, so get them more carries and allow them to demonstrate. I just don't think that the draft is the place to address it right now simply because of, you know, you only got a handful of so many picks. But I like the pick. I'm not going to lie. That's a good runner. And that's definitely somebody that would definitely spell McCaffrey. Okay, yes, definitely. So, of course, you know, my pick, I selected Thaddeus Moss. Thank God he was still available for me. <laughs> um, just to recap. Yeah. And with this next pick at 184 in the sixth round, I'll go ahead and take Washington's um, center, Nick Harris. Why? He's a hardworking center, great field for blocking, explosive, and he fires off into every single one of his, uh, off the snap, into every single one of his blocks. So, I mean, he fights hard. That means extra yards, extra plays. This guy is a grinder. And because I'm not really sold on Matt Parody's, you know, I'm not giving up on him like so many analysts are. This guy did excellent in Denver for a reason, and he was a very good center and considered one of the best centers on the market at that time for a reason. I just think that, you know, Parody's kind of trying to get his his bearings about him. And who better to then to understudy him than Nick Harris and then become maybe the next um, guy to take over for Parody's once Parody's is gone. So, Senator Nick Harris is the pick for me. Okay, yeah, that's very good. That's a very good pick. I like that. (laughs) Very good. You know, so... Gotta protect Teddy. Put me in in a bind. Um, I think for my pick, I'm gonna go with Justin Heron. Mm, That's a good pick. Uh, why would I go with him? Because he's an athletic as you know, you know, college left tackle who protects the guard and to the next level. And he sets a wide base. And, you know, he has a great, what do you call it, stance when it comes to protecting the quarterback. And that's what we're going to need. I mean, we're going to need somebody that's going to be able to give Teddy Bridgewater some time to, to deliver that ball. And... With quarterbacks and time, that's the nightmare for the defense because their secondary will break down. And if we, you know, we have Thaddeus Moss going out there, if we have, you know, Curtis Samuel, they're going to create something, you know, and the more time, the better. Um, that I think that's where I'm going to leave off on Justin Heron. And also, I mean, I think he's also from Wake Forest. So what, what's better? He's an, in, he's an in-state talent, you know, and who's had the more – time to look at them than the people in the state. So I think Carolina fans would definitely be happy 
uh, to get such a talent um, in there, and that would mean a lot to the community. And we're going to go ahead and move on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, yeah, I mean, we can definitely move on because I'm definitely just going to steal your pick because I, I like Justin Heron, too, and he's available for me here. He's a swing guy. I feel like he's a guy that can be like the Dennis Daly of this draft for us. So I'm going to go ahead and select him here, too, at pick number 221. Okay, wow. Shoot. Okay, okay, I like that. My man's over here. <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad that we're actually, you know, thinking of the same things. I'm I think I hope everybody that's listening to this is, you know, on the same thing, on the same thing as we are. And if you're not, feel free to just give us a comment on Twitter, engage with us. We want to know what you're thinking. We don't, we're not just narcissists over here. <laughs> we know that this is a fan base. And first of all, before it's a fan base, it's a family. And um, for my 221st pick of the draft. I am going to butcher this name, so please, please forgive me. I'm going with Olule Batiku. He's a good edge rusher, and he's gonna bring that rotation to our to our defensive line, and we're gonna need that in the draft. Uh, not in the draft, but during our season, because without that, we won't be able to keep up with with these high paced offense. And if if we don't keep up with the high fit, I'm messing up. If we don't keep up with our high paced offense, then you know, then we can get burnt pretty big. And we don't want our drives. We want our defense to get off the field early. We don't want our defense to be there, you know, all day long and trying to defend someone. You know Tom Brady and all them because that's how they get burnt out of energy. Uh, how are you feeling about your last pick? Well, I've already kind of made it because I echoed the same pick that you had. So here is my um, picks in summary. With the number seven, my first pick, I took Jeffrey Okuda, Xavier McKinney. With the second pick, um, I took Shane Lemieux. With my third pick, Azur Kamara, Thaddeus Moss. Nick Harris. Oh, I'm, I'm forgetting my um, D-tackle out of uh, – I'm sorry. My third pick was my D-tackle out of Texas a and I'm sorry, his name escapes me right now. Then Shane Lemieux from Oregon, Azur Kamara, Thaddeus Moss, Nick Harris, Justin Heron. I love I love this like this draft. Secondary short up. Got a little bit of uh, some help at linebacker. Both lines are short up. You need both your offensive and defensive lines to be on point. They're shirt up, so I'm good. Didn't feel like we need too many playmakers. That's what we've been drafting over these past two years. Let Curtis Samuel, Roby Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Hitmore, let them all go ball. We're good to go. Wow. Got us some tight end help, too, and I like Ian Thomas. Right, right, right. Um, That was a solid draft that you did. Uh, I'm very surprised that, you know, that some of these picks were there for both of us at the same time. Um. I don't. I do think you know. I do believe in our previous drafted rookies and uh, players that didn't get that their time to show their talent. Um, so <clears throat> for my draft, I'm gonna just give you some a really recap on it. Uh, first pick was Isaiah Simmons. Second pick, AJ Terrell. Third pick, Raekwon Davis. Fourth pick, Thaddeus Moss. Um, fifth pick was Courtney Davis. 
Six pick, LaMichael Kareem. Seventh pick, Justin Heron. And my last pick was Olu Bikitu, um Jr. And I think, you know, this was, for me, this draft, I think I want to actually say that it was kind of like, I don't want to say a band-aid, but it feels like a band-aid because with the players that we lost this offseason on defense and the trades that, that happened, we needed people that we can plug in. But like a band-aid, it's not there just to, you know, watch it keep bleeding, but it's there to heal what's been broken. And I believe that these players that we both drafted – with a hill, what's been broken. Uh, and that's what the draft is all about. And um, should I draft book anything like this? I don't doubt that we should, you know, have any type of doubt in our season. I think our season will be great. Uh, let's just hope that the coronavirus doesn't shut that down for us. Um, yeah. No, absolutely. That was a great summary. And I really appreciate that. That was an excellent summary. And like you said, we hope that the coronavirus, uh, everybody's out there being safe. And that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for tuning in. And thank you guys for doing this mock draft with us. We have plenty more mock drafts leading up to the draft. And we're excited. Yes, we are. Hey, and don't forget to engage with us on Twitter, Instagram, anywhere. Email us. I don't, it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> I care. I know you care. We are all in this together. We are a family. This is Panda Nation. We're going to keep pounding no matter what. And let's just keep laughing at those FUBU Falcons jerseys, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got to make sure we do a special episode just for those. Yeah, right? <laughs> all right. Before we sign off, we're just going to go ahead and give uh, thanks to our sponsor. Um, and that's Gambix. If you need a website, you need a logo, you need a business card, you need an application develop, uh, developer, or you need an app that needs to be in the App Store with iOS or Android, make sure that you guys check out Gambix. Any problem, just Gambix it. www.gambixit.com. Gambix it. Yep, Gambix it. All right. Thank you guys for joining us on this episode. We look forward to seeing you guys again and talking to you guys again soon.